doing super well tonight. My name is Lauren Rose and I am the host of Vagina Slims and if I'm right I think this is episode 12 which is pretty nuts because my semester has been too much, literally too much. 17 credits, two jobs and one internship so I'm slowly wasting away but October is here and October is actually halfway gone already so I knew they had to come on here and play some I don't know, like spooky music just to get us all in the fall vibe because we all know that like past October it's just dismal until the summer at least if like you live in Minnesota or any like midwest area it's just pure hell so yeah <laughs> but I guess I want to say thank you again i I don't know. I feel like I'm always saying the same thing in my intros, but thank you to everyone who listens and shares the podcast with other people. Um, I've been getting a lot of messages saying that kids are listening to it during their art classes, which I think is super rad, and I hope that y'all are making some really cool stuff. Um, But yeah, I just looked on the SoundCloud page that I have here and it says like almost 20,000 people have played my stuff which is pretty nuts so yeah I don't know (laughs) yeah I mean life's been decent like workload has been too much dealing with classes have been has been too much but the only thing that's like (laughs) sustaining me which I posted on my Instagram which is also vagina slims if you want to follow me or not but um my neighbor looks like Heath Ledger from, or rather, Circa, 10 Things I Hate About You. And it's killing me. Like, ugh. I don't want to, like, say too much because I don't want to, like, give away where I live. But he basically lives and works at a place next door to me. And so he's always doing, like, handiwork outside. But, yo, just, like, Heath Ledger and a little bit of uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and he's always like covered in like paint and shit I'm just like ah (laughs) I don't know it like reminds me of that um (laughs) that Portlandia clip if you guys have seen it I'll try to link it down below because I'm sure it's on YouTube but um when like Carrie's character is sitting at like a yoga studio and she sees this guy like sitting across from her and she just thinks that he's like super perfect and she's staring at him throughout the whole like session and she's like picturing them riding together like on a motorcycle and like on a bearskin rug or whatever and then at the end of the class he like gets up and he's like a total douchebag and he's like well I want my money back so hopefully that isn't the situation with this boy but regardless it's like the little things in life that kind of just like keep you going I guess so yeah, I'll definitely update y'all if anything happens, but so far it's just been like no conversation, taking out their cycling, like acknowledging each other via eye contact and nods, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So anyways, today we are going to play some witch house music, which I'll talk about later. 
Um, and I, I have some Sonic Youth too, but we're going to get a little spooky, a little bit dark, a little bit like, you know, nighttimey here on the podcast because October is literally the best month to just like be you because, you know, in the summer you're kind of sweating. You're just like a little bit of a mess. And the winter, we don't even want to think about that, but you're going to be cold and you're going to be wearing like a huge parka. So October is literally the best month to just like bar hop or just hang out with friends by bonfire because I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you know, this Sunday I went over to my friends, um, Layla and Lottie's, their house to <laughs> watch Scream Queens because we try to do it. We're going to try to do it like every Sunday night because we TiVo it. Um because they had a really funny story. Um, when they were kids, they were in California, I think. I don't know where they were, but they were eating at a restaurant and they looked across the restaurant and there was Jamie Lee Curtis just sitting down like at a table. And I don't know how old Layla was. She must have been really young, but um, she was just like staring at her because she knew her from like Freaky Friday, you know? <laughs> And then um, Jamie Lee, like, looks over, and she is eating yogurt, by the way. She's eating yogurt, and she gives a wink to my friend Layla and then, like, continues eating. And so we just, it's, like, been a cult thing between all of us to keep up with Jamie Lee Curtis. Therefore, we are watching Scream Queens. But tangent, (laughs) I basically was driving home Sunday night around the lakes in Minneapolis because that's where they kind of live and it was just so eerie to me because the day had been in like the upper 80s which is like uncalled for here um and there were just like these huge gusts of wind and they were like pushing all of these leaves from the neighborhood um which were of course really like all orange and beautiful looking and it's it's weird because when I lived in my old apartment I felt like I never saw the fall color because it's just surrounded by like streets and cement and all that shit. And so I was just driving home with like the windows down and there's like these huge gusts of wind and no cars were anywhere, just me on the road. And I was like, damn, like I love this time of year. So (laughs) (sighs) I'm just going to play some music, shall I? (laughs) Um, This first song is by Salem. And it's called Trapdoor. I hope I haven't played it here before. Maybe I have, but um, it's like the perfect October song. So I hope you guys enjoy. Take it out, we go with me, go, go. 
this box and take a shower every powder out your butt. Then I just go, hey, do not touch. You can wear the heels, but don't touch the clothes. But if it's even a little powder, oh, you know. So I'm blurred out, hey, bitch, I can't see ya. So I'm blurred out, hey, bitch, I can't see ya. So I'm blurred out, hey, bitch, I can't see ya. So turn this shit around, baby, I should leave ya. So I'm blurred out, hey, bitch, I can't see ya. So I'm blurred out, hey, bitch, I can't see ya. So I'm blurred out, hey, bitch, I can't see ya. So turn this bitch around, baby, I should leave ya. Okay, baby, I should go. actually a really good youtube video which i will link down below um like a fan-made music video that somebody did with a bunch of like vintage horror movie clips so <laughs> but 
yeah, that was Salem. And actually, you know, I'm having like a weird flashback because I feel like maybe I've played this song before on the podcast or I've talked about it before. But um, this was featured in um, The Place Beyond the Pines by Derek C. France, who's one of my favorite directors. Um, but that boy, what's his name? Like Dane Dehan or whatever. He is so, so, so cute. But um, this plays in like a party scene. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it's just like perfect in the movie. So yeah, Trapdoor. But yeah, I guess Salem was kind of the, at the forefront of witch house music, which I guess <laughs> I should probably get a good definition up here. Let me Google it. Witch house, also known as drag or haunted house, is an occult-themed dark electronic music genre and visual aesthetic that emerged in the late 2000s. Let's see what else we got here. Is a musical trend of the late 2000s and early 2010s that's so weird to think <laughs> like 2010s is going to be a thing um which typically incorporates elements of hip-hop dubstep electro let's see idm gothic shoegaze and ritual ambient ethereal noise drone music often with a slow tempo and a lo-fi aesthetic meant to evoke a dark sinister or occult mood so yeah, they were pretty much like the forerunners of that, I would say, uh, in like 2010 or whatever. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that they've made anything since. I think they were like kind of over it. And so they just stopped making music together, which kind of sucks. But I feel like this genre of music is kind of best left it with one album. Like you can't really go beyond it, but yeah, I just think that's funny. I like this whole, those little movements that happened. And I'm kind of like bummed that I wasn't really into it at the time because what well, I was like probably 15 when they were at their height. But um, yeah, I know like vaporwave is a thing now and <laughs> I don't know. Um, As usual, if you ever want to be on an episode of Vagina Slims, just go to my Tumblr, which is don't find me on the internet.tumblr.com and go to my ask box, um, and I will try to get you on air, but sometimes it doesn't happen, sometimes it does, um, let's see, Celestial Foxy said, I was wondering if you could chat about the Twin Peaks remake, what are your thoughts, and what are you looking forward to, and what do you love about the series, I only recently watched the series for the first time, and I've become absolutely obsessed, I love your podcast. They're helping me so much with exam stress at the moment. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, Twin Peaks. Um, thank you for the question. I don't know. I'm like one of those stubborn, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of people <laughs> when it comes to good things. Um, so I was like initially really worried. And then when he kind of backed out, David Lynch, when he backed out of the project, um, like or last spring or whatever I was like I don't know kind of saw that coming but apparently it's still on I just don't know who is still like signed on to the whole thing but yeah I don't know I'm excited like Twin Peaks uh is definitely like an experience I guess um I actually remember talking to my friend Willie and we had just started to become friends 
And I was like, oh yeah, you gotta watch Twin Peaks. And so I made him pull up Netflix on this TV and we started to watch the first episode. And I was like, fuck. Because I totally forgot that the first, like the pilot episode is just terrible. It's just like so wrong in every single way. Like it's too dramatic, but not eerie enough. And it's way too damn long. And it just, it just doesn't work. Like everyone's haircuts are weird. And so for that reason, I feel like Twin Peaks is like, I don't know. A labor of love like you have to get through the, some episodes in order to enjoy it overall and um obviously is it just like a quality to the style of filmmaking that's really I don't know that really like pulls at your senses in different ways and I really actually love the set design of the first season in particular so I don't know it's just such a cool creative project I like I asked my parents if they remember it being on tv and they're like oh yeah we heard of it but we never watched it because isn't it weird to think that like at some point in time it was on like primetime tv you know <laughs> and it wasn't just like a little collection that you could find on the internet so yeah Twin Peaks is rad I'm kind of like ambivalent about the remake but I'm always like gonna be a stan so I'm always gonna check it out <laughs> But, yeah. The other weird thing is that um, it's so weird seeing the actresses from Twin Peaks in different things. Like, who was it? Cheryl Fenn. She was in this terrible, terrible Brittany Murphy um, remake on Lifetime about, like, the life and death of Brittany Murphy. <clears throat> and she played Brittany Murphy's mom, and she played... Um, Audrey on Twin Peaks for those who don't know and it was just like so like ugh, like not good and then there's like Cheryl Lee who played um Laura Palmer and I'm pretty sure she was in the last Gregoraki film uh White Bird in a Blizzard White Bird in a Blizzard I think that's it with Shailene Woodley I I didn't really like the film to be honest but she played um Shailene Woodley's father's wife or new wife, or girlfriend, or something, and I don't know, isn't it weird, like, seeing those, like, cult actresses in other films, and they're kind of, like, older, and they have, like, less monumental roles, like, it just feels so wrong to me, so, I don't know, needless to say, I'm, like, very attached to Twin Peaks, but, you know, Twin Peaks is kind of rough in some parts, and I feel like people I mean, I don't know why I'm getting so dramatic over it. It's not anything to be that way about. But, like, like I said, Twin Peaks is a labor of love. Like, not all episodes are good. Like, especially in the second season, I was just, like, not into it. Because you could tell. I mean, there's, like, a documentary about it. I'll try to find it and put it on or put it in the link thing down below. But, like, David Lynch wasn't feeling the second season. He, like, was not as invested in it, and it really did kind of tank for a while. And, like, even the actors and actresses, like, weren't really feeling it. And so, I don't know. It's just such, like, a tedious and um, finicky project. So it's just, it's interesting because it's so good, and you want it to be really good, but it can go bad really quickly, so... I don't know, just annoying, like, film buff talk, but yeah, I'm a fan, though, so it's cool. (sighs) 
Okay, so I'm going to jump into another song. This is um, a song by Black Ceiling. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> the thing about Witch House is that they have a lot of like symbols and shit in their um, titles, like a triangle or a cross. So I don't know exactly what the title is. It might be Wave Life or woof life <laughs> but it's w-v-f-f-l-i-f-e um but yeah it's another witch house song from the mid 2010s so yeah enjoy
was black ceiling with w v f f l i f e <laughs> um but yeah really good dark ambient shit which i like but yeah um sparrow and the wolf said favorite halloween film slash favorite halloween costume growing up um favorite halloween films well i i don't know i'm kind of like a disney kid at heart so i really loved hocus pocus of course (laughs) um shit that movie was actually really good what else did i like I like the Scream movies, or at least, like, the first couple. I feel like Jawbreaker is always going to be, like, a Halloween movie to me for some reason. Um, I love Casper because Devin Sawa plays, like, the human boy Casper, and he's so cute. Um, I love Goosebumps, like, the TV show. Just from when I was a kid, I thought those were really cool. Um... And then I love, like, It Follows, which I've talked about on the podcast before. It's a newer film, but I feel like it's going to be one of those Halloween classic pieces. Um, um, oh, yeah, Sleepy Hollow by Tim Burton is always a good one. Edward Scissorhands, if you want to lump that in there. I don't know. There are probably so many more that I'm just not even including. Um Oh, The Corpse Bride is good. I used to be really obsessed with stop-motion animation, um, and I studied that film in particular a lot. Yeah, I love Halloween. I think it's awesome. And then um, for Halloween costumes, I don't know how old I was. I probably was in like sixth grade or fifth grade or something, but I was a $20 bill for Halloween. (laughs) And so... I don't know how I thought of the idea or how it came up, but I made my dad go with me to Kinko's and he scanned a $20 bill and they were just so confused. They're like, why do you want like a four foot nine? (laughs) It must have been smaller. Uh, But I'm like, oh no, I need two of them. So then I like taped them over my shoulders so they would stay together and I spray painted my hair green. So yeah, I was a walking $20 bill. But I haven't really been anything good in a while, so I need to get on that this year. I have no idea what I'm going to be. <sighs> okay, Anonymous said, do you have any spooky stories for Halloween? Uh, I think I do. <laughs> um, I do have one story, which I have to tell um, before we kind of wrap up the podcast. So when I was younger, I did a lot of voyaging. Uh, Basically, I just did a bunch of canoe trips um, up north. And one year, we went up to Lake of the Woods, this kind of camp that I went to. Um, And we went on, I don't know how long it was, like a week-long canoe trip into one of the islands. So for those who don't know, Lake of the Woods, it's like a huge, huge, huge lake. Um... It's right in between Minnesota and Canada, and it kind of has a creepy um, aura to it because, first of all, it's like 
just pure wilderness you know no electricity no anything like that it's just you and the island and do it on your own and if you go deep enough you can really get lost like if you have no idea where you are like you're kind of donezo you know and another thing that's kind of sad about it is that um this area in like the woods actually was a popular spot for draft dodgers from the vietnam war era so a lot of these guys they knew that if they were going off to war that you know they'd probably just die and so some of them opted to escape to canada so a lot of these um draft dodgers would go to these islands in lake of the woods and camp out there you know for however long until they could come back when it was safe it was totally illegal and totally sad because I don't know it's just it, it just gets really isolated out there so basically my um the campers and I <laughs> there's like I don't know 10 other people who I was canoeing with we decided to go to an old draft dodgers camp so there wasn't really anything left over because you know nature kind of like consumes everything but um we wanted to go to this island that was actually it had like a lake within the island and then there was a lake outside of it, if you can imagine that. So um, we had to go through the bogs, which, you know, when you have like 50 pound backpacks on you, we were like walking through this mud and literally my foot went down into the bog until my knee and I like almost lost my shoe in there. It was so creepy. So yeah, and mind you, this island that we were traveling to, it hadn't been visited in at least like 10 to 15 years. So there's no trail signs, like no paths. It was just us, you know, whacking away at stuff, trying to get to the main part of the island. So yeah, side note, bogs up north especially were like a popular spot for people in the mafia to like dispose of bodies because they just decompress really quickly because of the pressure from all that stuff down there so anyways (laughs) all right so we're carrying our canoes and our food and everything we're just so tired mosquito bites cuts from branches and all and we see something like shiny in the distance we're like huh what's that and we get closer because we're kind of at the end the edge of the bog and we see that it's a boat and we're like what like why is there a boat here and it was just kind of like a typical like fishing boat and it looked pretty old and so we were like fuck like there's definitely gonna be like a dead body under here like no joke um because it was turned over on the on the side of the shore and so we like flipped it over and there's just like frogs and salamanders and stuff in it and we're like woo, that's a good one but the wood, it was like rotting on the inside, but we kind of made this executive decision to leave our canoes on this side of the island and then just use this boat and like row across to the other side. Anyways, long-winded story, but it gets good later on, mind you. So we're all rowing across and we get to the other side, this huge um, kind of like glacial bedrock and we're just sitting there and we're making signs for the next day that we can like kind of post up on the other side of the island so people who want to come can look at the signs and be like oh it's this way so the sun is already setting and we already have the camp pretty much set up and we hear a howling in the distance and i'm like what 
it was the first time I ever had heard wolves, like real wolves in my life. And I don't know, maybe I'm just like a city slicker compared to some of y'all, but it was so eerie to me. By the sound of it, it kind of sounded like juvenile wolves because they were, I don't know, the tones were higher. And so my counselor, they were like, oh, let's howl back. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And so we all did that. And um, the, the juvenile wolves howled again. Like we were kind of going back and forth. And then it sounded so damn close to us. It was like the mom wolf or the dad wolf, but they howled super close like to tell their kids basically to shut up because we weren't wolves you know and um we all just like looked at each other and we're like oh my god so basically recap bog crazy found an old boat crazy there's actually another boat on the island that we also saw and we were like why are there so many unused boats here like where were the where the people go who (laughs) use these boats to get here because they didn't use them to get out you know and then we're making signs and there's wolves howling so crazy so nighttime came and as many of you guys know who kind of voyage or whatever you are pretty much dead like you're sunburned mosquito bitten like tired ass dead (laughs) we all just went into our tent together and passed out but for some reason like I couldn't help but stay awake and I heard something like outside of the tent and I was like what is that and suddenly I heard I heard like a huge like kerplunk like into the water and I was like what like it sounded like boulders were like just being dumped into the water and it happened like three or four times maybe like five minutes between each other but it was just like silent rustling and then it was like plunk into the water and I'm like low-key terrified but my body is just so dead that I can't even move and basically I woke up the next morning and we were like talking around the campfire I'm like did y'all hear that they're like yeah we did I'm like that is crazy and I shouldn't really talk about it because it still gives me like the heebie-jeebies but a lot of people kind of believe in this spirit up north, which is called the Wendigo. Um, I think it comes from like Ojibwe storytelling, but it's kind of like this shapeshifter spirit. Um, in some cultures, I guess it's more like beastly or like cannibalistic, but when we learned about it up there, it was more of like a, a childish shapeshifter spirit that was a little more like mischievous than others and it would just kind of try to scare you and later on we heard that um my camp counselors are like yeah one time we were and they weren't trying to fuck with us like I would know you know they're like yeah we aren't supposed to say this story but we were getting water one night um in the middle of the lake because you can't really get it by the shoreline because of I don't know like algae and stuff it's just more pure in the center of the lake when you get it they're like yeah we're getting water in the middle of the lake and suddenly like all these waves started like coming in towards us and rocks were being thrown at our boat even though like nobody was out there like everyone was like by the campfire on the other side so still like gives me the chills like I 
don't fuck with like isolation and nature and old spirits. <laughs> so yeah, that is my spooky story, my long-winded spooky story. But yeah, with that being said, I'm going to slow it down with a little bit of Sonic Youth. Their song Halloween is really, I don't know, droning. So yeah, I don't know. Thanks guys for listening as always. Um, if you ever want to contribute, go to my blog, don't find me on the internet.tumblr.com. And I'll hopefully be seeing you guys next week with um, a new episode. But right now, here is Sonic Youth. See you guys later. There's something shifting in the distance Don't know what it is Days as dead as night Except for that feeling that's growing up inside of me As you sing your song As you swing along And you're, it's your, your song It's the devil Makes me stare at you as you twist up along You sing your song and you're slithering up to me And you're so close I just uh, wanna touch you And uh, sing your song And you don't know what's going on But you wanna me to come along As you sing your song And you're fucking with me Slithering to me, your lips are slipping, twisting at my insides and sing along. You're just a swinging man, isn't your swinging song? And now I don't know what you want, but you're looking at me and you're falling on the ground and you're rubbing your body. And